0: Good morning, as we commence our corporate prayer, let us remind ourselves to whom we're praying. We're not praying to some deaf idol or one of the thousand false deities, but the one true God who's been revealed to us in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Throughout history, there's usually been troubles similar to what we're facing today, and each generation has to come to its own understanding of its relationship with this one true God. As you're well aware in the Western world, this generation has in the main abandoned its relationship with this God and we are seeing the consequences of this in our society. So how do we pray? The scriptures give us many ideas of which here are a few and we have the model prayer which we've already prayed this morning but obviously we're meant to be praying that so we're going to pray it again. Dave, would you be kind enough to throw that up? This is a slightly modern version but let's say that together if we may. Perhaps may I encourage you to stand as a mark of respect to whom we're praying. So The words, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Keep standing if you would. Would I encourage you just at the end of each of these, about three sections of prayer, a bit of a talk and then a prayer, to say, Lord, hear our prayer. Could we say that? Lord, hear our prayer. That would be great. So when faced with persecution and told not to speak or teach, in the name of Jesus, the early disciples appealed to God in the following prayer from Acts 4. And when they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the, the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our Father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? Consider their threats. Enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Our prayer, Lord, may we experience such a similar outrage outrage against our society, and be filled afresh with your Holy Spirit, so that we too may be bold in proclaiming your gospel, with signs following it in this area where you've called us. Lord, hear our prayer. Secondly, we are reminded by St Paul in his letter to the church at Ephesus to rejoice even in difficult times. Paul, imprisoned for his faith, reaches out to encourage believers who are being persecuted. He mentions joy, or a similar word, 16 times in that short gospel. Remember his perspective, as he was the one who sang hymns in jail, jail, just having been flogged, and as he sang the hymns, the jail doors flew open. He prays, for as I've often told you before, and now tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a saviour from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that we will be like his glorious body. Our prayer, Lord, help us to focus on you and and the joy that brings that when you know you're working all things out, Remind us of our ultimate home and the destruction of those who resist you and grant us compassion as we seek to minister to them. Lord, hear our prayer. Lastly, we're reminded where the real battle lies. It's not against flesh and blood. Finally, be strong in the Lord, as Paul writes to the Ephesians, and, and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I, as we should. Our prayer. Lord, help us to remember where the real fight is and to use our spiritual weapons to overcome the enemy, particularly... Praying in the spirit and praying for boldness, Lord, hear our prayer. Amen.
1: Thank you, Mike. Wonderful to be be reminded um, in many ways, and, and your prayer really links in with this morning. We were talking about that this morning in our prayer uh, time together as a team that are uh, so often uh, different people who have prepared things differently on, on their own come together in a service and it all uh, melds together and that's certainly our prayer for this morning. So this morning uh, is Vision Sunday. We, this is not necessarily a sermon. Um, it is simply a, a time where we can share uh, what we believe is the Lord's leading for us as a church uh, to be excited about the year ahead uh, for we know that this uh, gathering is not about uh, individuals, it's not about our strength, it's about following Jesus. It is him that he builds his church, he promises, and he guides and leads us by his Holy Spirit. And so this day is a, a day, an exciting day, a pivotal day, I think, as we uh, want to share that vision with you and, and get people excited. And I pray that something something grabs you, something stirs in your heart. This morning. But just quickly before we get on to that, um, I was at our CFC Together uh, conference over the weekend, and it's just wonderful to get together with our church family. We are not alone as a church, as Dan said. There's a number of wonderful things happening. Uh, we, we've shared before that a new Christian family Centre church has started in Darwin, and they just had their first year anniversary, which is absolutely amazing. We want to support and and uh, encourage them. Uh, but next week, uh, Rebecca Madsen is going to come and they're going to share uh, their hopes and dreams for what's happening in Alice Springs. And can I encourage you to be a part of that? Because we are super excited uh, as their brothers and sisters, as their family of churches, uh, to get behind them and to support them uh, in what they're doing. And just quickly, I just wanted to give a bit of an update on our investment campaign. Uh, if you're new to our church, Late last year, October, uh, we started an investment campaign believing that the Lord is leading us to uh, build into our futures fund uh, so that as the time comes for a property to be available for us, we'd be more ready than we would uh, if we didn't put this in place. So it's a three-year uh, commitment, and I want to thank everyone uh, who is contributing to that. Uh, thank you for your faithfulness, for your generosity Uh, We are so grateful for you participating in that. Uh, We're excited about uh, where the Lord's going to take that. But just a bit of an update. As you'd know, we were hoping that uh, there was some land and a couple of houses on Main Road uh, in Blackwood. The owner of the the property is looking at developing uh, the blocks of land and cutting them up into smaller blocks of land so that he can get a bigger return. Uh, and that's looking like it's then going to be pushing the value of that up beyond uh, what we can do. And he's also looking at holding the two houses that are on Main Road uh, for a few more years and do that in a second stage. And for us, that was the excitement of that Main Road frontage to let the, the community know that we are a church and we are establishing ourselves there so we're visible and seen. And there's no guarantee that even if we buy the blocks of land that... Those that frontage would be available later on. So it's not a completely closed door. It's not uh, completely shut yet, um, but it is looking uh, like that avenue uh, may, may be closing. But what we said from the very beginning, and what I want to make clear, is that we said even if that's not the place, God's got a place for us. And we were going to start the journey. We were going to start preparing and start walking the road, believing and trusting that as a door closes, another one opens. We saw that as the high school closed, this opened up. And we're believing and trusting uh, in that for our future. And so I just wanted to update you and communicate to you with where we're up on that. But we're continuing to believe and have faith that something is going to open up for us. And I know a number of you have talked to me, wondering and questioning, hey, I wonder if the owners of this building at the end of our lease might be open to an offer. Who knows? Uh, We're going to just continue to trust and and pray into that. Vision Sunday. I am two things this morning. I'm super excited. I'm super excited and full of anticipation and faith, uh, believing that uh, a word is going to be spoken, and that we're going to uh, grab hold of that uh, in our hearts and move forward uh, with what God is calling and and leading us in. Excited, but also I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> I'm shaking my boots because I'm aware uh, <clears throat> that in order for this uh, to to happen, and it's it's in a way. A very basic thing it is a given, the thing that we're going to you might be saying, yeah that that's just a given. every church should be doing this, Sam, but in the same way uh, it's a challenge it's a challenge for us to take hold of truly what Jesus is actually calling his church to. It's a challenge to truly follow him and to follow his lead in in where he's calling us. Uh, we can theorize, we can talk. We can have clever words, we can have clever images, but at the end of the day, it is a following and an obedience and a challenge to do that, and sometimes that's uncomfortable. And so for that reason, I'm not only excited, but I'm also <laughs> shaking. So first of all, why vision? Why do we talk about vision? Dan talked about getting his glasses and getting, getting a focus on, on on his vision, and I think that's precisely why we have a vision. Is is that in the very broad terms of church and our activity and our existence, we we can be very sort of broad in our understanding of what it means to to be church. But God actually calls each individual church, I believe, and each individuals to actually have a clear focus, to be uh, clear, to have a clear path ahead to have something that we can uh, be mindful of. And so that's why uh, we have a vision. This vision is not a Sam Barnes idea. I've got plenty of ideas, and they're they're pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a Sam Barnes idea. This is a Holy Spirit idea. And and I want to just make that clear from the outset, and that's part of the the shaking in my boots, is is to, to be faithful in clearly speaking what God wants us to hear. And, and that's a challenge for me, to not just speak my words and my hopes and my dreams, but this is God's hopes and dreams to us. So... Some biblical examples. Moses, before he gets called to lead the people out of Israel, God speaks to him in a burning bush. There's an an image there and that enables him to have focus. Uh, Isaiah, before he's called to be a prophet, has this worship experience and he sees God in the temple and that motivates him and, and gives him a clear path ahead for what he's called to do. Paul has that revelation on Damascus Road and clearly changes his direction. His vision uh, in his life changes after that experience. And so we have a vision forward. And I just want to go to, first of all, start with our Christian Family Centre vision. This is a vision that we have for all of our Christian Family Centres. It's not just a, a, a local thing. And God's vision for his, his church, Darwin, Hobart, Alice Springs, LaFever, South, Seton, and there's a number of other, like, little outreaches in the centre of Australia. To be a biblically functioning Christian community based on Acts 2 that wholeheartedly outworks Jesus' great commandment. We know the passage of Scripture. What's the greatest commandment, Jesus? To love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is this to love your neighbour as yourself. And I don't know if you noticed. As you walked in, we've got some new signs there uh, on the building, and we're saying that we are loving God and we are loving people. We are serious about the great commandment as a church. And the second is the outworking of the Great Commission, to go make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. So this is the broad vision across our churches, and go to the next slide. So we have a, a mission to outwork that is to attract people to Jesus. We're not attracting them to a church. We're not attracting them to a culture. It's about attracting them to Jesus, incorporating them into the church life and to vet, to develop them into Christ-like maturity and to empower, empower them to be fully devoted followers of Jesus with a meaningful ministry in his church. We want everyone to experience that to find their fit, that they would outwork a fully devoted, uh, meaningful ministry in the life of the church and in the mission of the world. So this is, if you like, the broad strokes uh, of the vision for our Christian Family Centre churches. And then each local church has the uh, autonomy to outwork their local vision, to outwork this in their own unique way. And our outworking of this vision is going to be very different from Alice Springs that have a different context that they're ministering into. And so what is our vision? Before we get into 2021, I actually want to, Dan talked about this, I want to go back a couple of years because I'm really feeling like the vision for this year is an outflowing and a a natural uh, progression uh, from what God has been doing in us in the last couple of years. In 2019, do you remember this image? We had puzzle person. And we're talking about becoming a fully functioning, healthy church, uh, realizing that there's some, some areas of the church maybe not fully colored in, uh, and, and we saw that happen as people stepped up into ministry areas, uh, into leading, uh, new things, people finding their sweet spot, uh, in ministry, which is the mission of the church I talked about a second ago. Everyone finding their, their, their sweet spot. And so that was our our vision for 2019, and then out of that came 2020, where we talked about going deeper in the things of God, and we had a picture of the tree and the tree roots going down uh, into God in order that we might grow strong. And I don't know if you remember, but as part of that presentation, um, when that vision first came to me, I wasn't truly excited, to be honest. Um, because I was wanting that big year. I was wanting the year of growth, uh, you know, exuberance. We're going to go do amazing things. This is going to be amazing, be fruitful, just see new people come to faith, and that was what I was, I was going after. And the, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said these words. He said, before you go bigger, I want you to go deeper. And so that's what we focused on last year. Now, an interesting point, imagine... If we had have gone ahead with what I wanted to do last year, we would have been truly disappointed and uh, let down uh, as lockdown happened. But we serve a God who knows the future and who leads us knowing what is before us. And the Lord knew what was going to happen last year. And in our obedience to going deeper, in our obedience to to a deeper sense of worship, of his presence amongst us, of of prayer, of devotion to him, out of that obedience, he provides this wonderful space for us in the midst of that that time. And so that was our our vision for, for 2020. And so there's this natural flow into... This year, There was a couple of verses that really spoke to us in in 2020. One was from Jeremiah 17. It says this, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by coronavirus and lockdown. I mean, by the heat. Oh, it's true though, isn't it? By the heat or worried about long months of drought. So that was a, a, a verse that really spoke into and, and prophetically sort of helped us in, in our vision. But do you know the verse goes on? There's a couple of extra lines that says, Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. As part of going deeper, as part of it putting our roots down deep into Christ as our foundation, those trees are healthy. And have a life amongst them. And their branches never stop producing fruit. In a similar way, Psalm 1, very similar words from last year. Blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on the Lord day and light. That person is like a tree planted. There we are again. Can anyone guess what the next lines of this is going to be? which yields fruit. Can you see the natural progression that we're heading towards here? And you're probably predicting and you know what's coming. (laughs) Yields fruit in its season, whose leaf does not wither, and whatever they do, prospers. And so we talked about the desire to go deeper deeper in order to strengthen who we are as a church and individually so that we would be have strong branches that, that grow out and reach out into our communities, reach out into our neighbourhoods, reach out into our workplaces and into our geographical locations. And as those branches grow and as they reach out, they produce fruit. As those branches reach out, they produce fruit for a healthy tree produces good fruit. And so I want to declare to you this morning our, our belief and vision for 2021 is that we are reaching out. We are longing to reach out in order to bear fruit. Some of you might go, well, that's just, that's just a given. That's, that's good. Uh, how, how, might, how might that come about? A couple of, couple of verses uh, that really speak into this. Every tree, Jesus says in Matthew 7, every good tree bears good fruit. Now, in 2019, we said we wanted to be a healthy, functioning church. So every good or healthy tree. So every 2019, 2020 was our tree vision. So every 2019, 2020 will lead to our 2021, which is good fruit good fruit. Uh, in, in Luke uh, chapter 15, John 15, this is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. It's to his glory that we bear much fruit. And later on in that same chapter, Jesus says these words to his disciples. You do not choose, choose me, but I chose you and I appointed you that you might go And bear fruit. Isn't it interesting? Those who follow Jesus, those who long to have him as the Lord of their life, Jesus says to each and every follower of Christ that he has appointed, he has chosen, he has designated, he has designed, he has purposed you to not just simply exist but to bear fruit. Jesus has appointed you to bear fruit. Jesus has appointed you to bear fruit. Jesus has designed. (laughs) You're looking the other way. way. (laughs) You're to bear fruit. You're to bear fruit. Jesus has appointed you. He has chosen you. He has purposed you to bear fruit. If you're at home and you're watching this on your lounge, God has appointed you to bear fruit. If you're a ministry leader in our kids' area and you're watching this later, God has appointed you to bear fruit. He's appointed each and every one of us to bear fruit. And he's appointed us as a church community to be bearing fruit. What is fruit? Uh, Biblically speaking, fruit is two things. It's fruit in our lives in terms of a changed character and a changed heart and a fruitfulness to uh, live differently. Secondly, it is the fruit that is produced by winning people to Christ. And that is what we're talking about this morning, the desire to win people to Christ, for new people to come to know this amazing God that we worship this wonderful God that we serve, and as his love has been poured into our hearts, that overflows out of us uh, into, as I said, our workplaces, our neighbourhoods, our local communities, and others are touched with that, reaching out, and because of that, new people come to know Jesus and we bear fruit. Now, um, I love talking about pictures I think pictures a way God talks to me. And I love the way that we can have an image that really links into uh, the vision. And you might be looking around and you might be already anticipating what that is uh, this morning. Um, but I used to be, I used to pick fruit, literally. Uh, Afat Bauhanna, uh, that was my job when I was in the band and needed some money. So I picked fruit. I was a fruit picker. Now, the thing about picking fruit on a fruit tree and John, is John here? Yeah, yeah, John would know this. Uh, fruit often grows where the sun is, so you're trying to trim it down to make it easier to reach on a tree. But, but let a tree go and, and the fruit will be, uh, be up high. And so you need something in order to reach the fruit, don't you? So I'm going to I'm gonna pick on someone. No, I'm not going to pick on someone. I'm going to use, <laughs> that's wrong words. Um, Dennis. Dennis, do you want to come up here, mate? You look like someone who's... No, you're not an old fruit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now, now Dennis, um, up here on the wall, I don't know if you guys noticed this as you came in, we've got some fruit up on the wall. And Dennis, um, I want you to pick that fruit for me. Now, is there anything in this room... <laughs> that might help you or enable you to to reach the fruit. The okay, so we've got we've got lead. Now, I wouldn't suggest using this one because it's a little bit broken. So, just for safe safety reasons, so so just feel free to um, pick that fruit for us, will you, Dennis? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you can use a different ladder if you want to. That's good. I'm glad that happened. <laughs> what about this one, Dennis? Do you reckon this ladder will be good. <laughs> no. Uh. I have to choose something different, I think. Yeah, I've seen Dennis on that as before. That's why I chose you just for occupational health and safety. We would not want anything to go wrong here. Fantastic. Well done, Dennis. God appointed you to pick that fruit. (laughs) Fantastic. Thanks, mate. appreciate you participating in that. See, ladders are a tool that enable us to reach something that we couldn't reach on our own. And when I was thinking about this idea of, our tree and the picture of our tree and bearing fruit. The Lord gave me the picture of a ladder, and I was like, "What? What is that about?" See, so often the fruit that is there to pick, the fruit that is there that God is calling us to, is in hard to reach places, and so we need to be uh, building into our uh, our program and our, and our existence ladders that enable us to actually be able to reach the fruit that God is, is calling us to. So ladders are, enable us to reach high, to reach out. If we're talking about reaching out and bearing fruit, then the ladders are a good thing. Uh, during During the week, we had some tech people come and put our projector on the roof and install a lighting bar and our speakers are finally out of the way here, which is good, and then I've just clammed it up with ladders now. Um, but I've got some pictures of the guys uh, who were in here this week and they had some awesome ladders. They, look at those ladders. You can get right; you could get right up and, and plug that one in and the next one. There was, there was three ladders on the go there during the week. And I was looking at these guys going, they've got the right tool for the job. If they've got the right tool in order for them to do the job that they've been asked to do. And if, if Jesus is appointing us to bear fruit, then we need the tools, the ladders, the systems, the scaffolding, the uh, way in which we can actually go and do that what Jesus is calling us to. So what is a ladder? Because you might be saying, oh, I'm, missing, I'm missing the connection here, Samuel. What is a ladder? A ladder is a way of connecting those who don't know Jesus with us, the church community, with Jesus. It's a method, if you like, or it's an event, it's a group. uh, It's, um, for example, I'm not suggesting this would be it, but Alpha, I would describe as a ladder. Alpha course is probably the number one way in which new people are coming to faith in churches across the world. It's a, it's a, something that's just gone out and had an amazing effect. So Alpha is a ladder. It is a method in which people can reach uh, the lost. We have um, some some women come into this place with stitch and chatter to do craft. I see that as a ladder. And as that ladder can grow as people are invited into that group, and that can bear fruit um, i see I see our mums and Bubs group that come in here on a Wednesday growing and inviting people from our community to meet and to encourage young mums and children as we get the fence and the, the back, back area done. I see that as a ladder. I see a simple You know, some ladders are big and some are small. A simple one-step thing, as we think about where we're planted here in this community, would be a monthly lunch for the residents. Simple thing to do. Very easy to organise. But that would be a ladder. But here's the thing. Which ladder is right for us? This is the important thing see, we could take Alpha and it might not work because it might not be the ladder that Jesus has for us in our church. We might take a ladder that is perhaps broken and is not strong and it doesn't work because it falls apart. We might take a ladder that is too small for the job and expect uh, that to bear fruit. So I'm glad that that happened when Dennis tried to do that. There might be uneven land and our ladder needs to look different from other churches. Maybe our ladder needs to have a leg lobbed off of it so that it can sit on the land that's uneven in order to be stable. We need to find the ladders that are unique and right for us. And this is where we need the Holy Spirit's leading and guiding. And this is where we need to be in tune to what he is doing amongst us and how this goes back to our 2019 uh, vision based on the gifts that he has given each and every one of us is going to be the type of ladders that are built we're not going to just take something that another church has done or something that is done from previous years we're going to find things that fit us and this really fits in. Uh, Carol Sullivan has been leading our prayer ministry and really fits in with the method of prayer evangelism. That, you know what, as we make meaningful connections with people in our communities and as we serve them, all of a sudden new opportunities open up that we didn't even know of. And it might be an extendable ladder. It might start like this and as we make a connection... And as we make real relationships, all of a sudden a new door is open and a ladder is extended into an area that we don't even know about yet. And so normally at this time of the year we would talk about our calendar and the events and the things that we're going to be doing. We have purposely this year kept our calendar fairly free. For the main purpose of this, we want... God to be leading us and guiding us and for us to having space for what He's calling us to as we reach out and as we're building meaningful relationships uh, in our communities and as we're longing to bear fruit, if our calendar is so full of stuff we're not going to have time for what God is actually wanting us to do, and so we are purposely leading it leaving it free you know um. Which ladder is right for us? Have you ever gone to Bunnings and you've got an issue and you're looking for a plumbing part or a, a tool or something and you're looking down the aisle for the expert in that particular area because you want to talk to them you want to get their advice? Everyone, anyone done that? I always, always do that. Where's the gardening guy? I want to talk to him about a <laughs> certain uh, pesticide or something for, for a problem. As we, as we look for the right ladder, you know, Jesus is the expert. He's the one that's going to come and go, this is the one that I've planned for you. This is the ladder that is right for you, either individually or corporately. So as we position our right for us, unique, spirit led ladders, we are able to reach the fruit that Jesus is calling us to. You might remember a picture that we put up in 2019 uh, that we we longed for and we thought this was what God was calling us to. And we talked about having interest groups and and social interactions and and community help uh, through the the 1 in 10 ministry that we, we used to do. Maybe that's a ladder that needs fixing. Um. And and we're contacting people, and then that enabled us to then draw them closer with men's and women's groups or or life groups, uh, social interactions, courses, parenting courses that we we do, and, and draw them into that. You know what I look at when I see that picture? I see ladders. I see ladders. But here's the thing. Ladders are not a Sunday thing. I was um, Joe and I were having uh, tea with the pastors of the Fever Christian Family Centre and he was talking about a podcast that he'd listened to about what had happened um, across America uh, during the COVID lockdowns and a lot of churches actually closed down during that time. And he likened it to a chess game. Uh, the most important piece in a chess game is the queen because the queen can go either way. And he's said that a lot of churches, for their queen is their Sunday service. And they lost their ability to do their Sunday service and then they lost the game because all of their energy was in their queen. And when the queen was lost, they didn't know what to do. And so I was thinking about this and I was dwelling on this and I was doing the dishes that night after um, coming away from that and I felt like the Lord say, more than a Sunday. We as a church this year have got to be about more than a Sunday. We, We cannot just have all of our eggs in one basket and this is where our ladders and reaching out and our activity can grow in ways that is more... Than a Sunday. See, this is a new way of maybe thinking about our church. Last week we had our, our birthday and we celebrated um, our time together. But in the 23 years before this, we haven't been where we're at now. We are in a new paradigm. We are in a new season of our church where we have a building. We, we have resources. And so, therefore, we've got to change our thinking. We can't continue to operate in a way that we were operating in the previous years. We've got to operate in a way that God is calling us to now in the season that we're at. And so we maybe need to reimagine Puzzle Man. As we are now in a different scenario, what are the new things that are opening up that weren't there before in 2019 that we perhaps need to get involved in? And just as a side note, we know that our social political climate is incredibly changing. We're in interesting times. Who knows what the future might hold and what other restrictions might be on the Christian community in coming years? And if our eggs are all in a Sunday basket and Who knows? Perhaps that gets shut down. How will we be existing as a church and still making a difference in our community uh, if all of our eggs are in the Sunday basket? So more than a church, more than a Sunday. (laughs) The church isn't just something we come to. The church is being the church on Mondays through to Saturdays. Lastly... It's not actually about the ladders. That might be a picture and that might be interesting, but ultimately it's about the fruit. Ladders might represent programs, but it's not about programs, it's about people. Our desire is to reach people. Sometimes we can be so focused on how shiny or how good our ladder is and it miss the point of it being a tool that can produce and allow us to reach fruit. So I am believing that in 2001, you can put that last slide up, 2001, <laughs> 2021, God is calling us to reach out and to bear fruit and to be a church that's more than a Sunday I am passionate about seeing fruitfulness in our ministries. We have got a a wonderful children's ministry. And I'm believing that we are going to see fruit out of that. We're going to see young people rise up and to take on the the mantle of Christ and to serve and to do wonderful things. We have a, a youth ministry and I just long to see that fruitful. We have, uh, we have the ability to, to have, have small groups during the week, and I just desire that to be fruitful. I desire that you be fruitful in your life, that it not just be about us as a church and what we can achieve, but God is appointing you to bear fruit. God is appointing you to take the love of Jesus into your workplaces, into your neighbourhoods, into your communities, it's not just about Belair. It is about Happy Valley, uh, Aberfoyle Park, Brighton, Glenelg, uh, Glenauta. I'm just looking at where other people live. Coromandel Valley. God is calling us to make a difference in our local community and the local community is where you're at, not just where this building is at. So God is calling us to be fruitful, reaching out with his love as we make real and meaningful relationships, being fruitful in our communities and in our ministries. The local church really is the hope of the world. We have a message of Jesus that so many people need to hear, and that's what it's about. It's not about the ladders. It's about Jesus, and it's about reaching out and bearing fruit. Oh, actually, Ali. (laughs) Um, I've actually asked Ali as part of our leadership team to come and to pray and really commit this vision to us, that we would take hold of it, that we'd be stirred by it, that we'd be changed by it, that would enable us to to have a focus for the year. So, Ali, will you lead us in prayer and asking... You can have this one, that's all right. You can have this mic. No, you can have that mic. (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's let's pray
2: okay let's pray oh father we just want to thank you that we're part of a church that just loves and honors you thank you so much lord for the privilege of serving you and we just want to thank you this morning lord for the vision cast today of the way forward for this year of reaching out lord and bearing fruit for you what an absolute and utter privilege. And although some of us might have heard that today and just be feeling a little bit nervous or anxious about what that might look like in our own world, I just thank you, Lord, that you're gonna help us as your children just to know how to navigate that specifically in our own spheres of influence. Thank you, Lord, that you are going to help us identify those ladders, Lord, which will be um, really powerful tools to reach the people. Um, that we already have contact with. Thank you, Lord, that you're going to help us to be strategic in in what we do. And help us, Lord, this year to be good stewards of our time in what you're calling us to do. Help us to prioritise putting you first. And Holy Spirit, we just ask for your supernatural leading and guidance as we step into 2021. We really want to pray for divine conversations with those people already around us in those different suburbs that were just called out by Sam where we find ourselves living in. And that's not by mistake, Lord. You've specifically chosen us to live where we are and um, and we just know, Father, that you are going to use the contacts and connections we already have in our neighbourhoods and in our workplaces to reach people for you and to draw them to you. And Lord, rather than doing more this year, I really pray that you would help us to do what you're specifically asking us as individuals to do. Help us to each play our part in outworking this wider vision. And although this might look different for each of us, I really pray, Lord, that we would have a unified heart in drawing people to you and drawing people to this church to come into the beautiful family that we have here at The Hills. Lord, we lay ourselves down this morning and we just acknowledge that we want you to be in control first and foremost. And we just want to thank you in advance for all the amazing things you've done for us as a church family in the past and what you're going to lead us to. We thank you for your faithfulness. And Lord, we just thank you that you're going to lead us from strength to strength in 2021. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to continue to pray, but pray in song. So I invite you to stand. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to do his work in us.
3: everyone. Let's just uh, commit this time in prayer. Hmm. Heavenly Father, just again, we thank you for, uh, for fruit, the delicious fruit of seeing people uh, come to know you, have their lives changed. And um, as we reach out for that throughout the weeks rather than just the Sunday, I just uh, I pray for your power to do that and that this church will be excited and enthused about the sweetness of the fruit. It's a good thing. You created those trees in Eden. Beautiful fruit. The fruit of your love for people to know who you are is the ultimate goal, and we just want to be part of that. Bless your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, uh, thanks again for joining us Um something else that's delicious is sausages (laughs) and we're going to have a time to share um, some lunch together out the back here and uh, yeah so if you could join us and and maybe have a have a chat with each other about um, what what the ladders might look like or things like that so um yeah looking forward to having community together and if i could just ask people to clear some chairs up the back that would be fantastic but yep go in peace thanks